Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The volume. What's up, guys? It's Jason from Hoops Tonight, presented by FanDuel. Football season is here, and there is no better place to get in on the action than with FanDuel. It's my favorite sports gambling app out there. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. They have exclusive offers, tons of ways to play like spread and money line, over-unders, team totals, same game parlays where you can combine multiple bets from the same game. My favorite feature is that cash-out feature. So if you already feel pretty good about your bet and you're in good shape but you don't want to lose whatever it is based on some stupid thing with garbage time at the end, you can cash out your winnings before the end of the game. Use promo code Jason T and download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more this football season. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Louisiana, permitted parishes only, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York. In Tennessee Redline, Dial 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. All right, welcome to Hoops Tonight, presented by FanDuel here at The Volume. Happy Monday, everybody. I hope all of you guys had an awesome weekend. 
Today was NBA Media Day, and it was good to see all of the players in their jerseys getting their picture taken, interviews, all the good stuff. The Twitter timeline was full of NBA basketball. Felt good. That is the day that kicks off nine months of NBA basketball going through mid-June, and I could not be more excited. Here's the plan for this week. Today, we're going to cover Media Day. But inevitably, I'm going to miss some stuff because there's just hundreds of different quotes and pieces of information that we're going to get today. Tomorrow, we are going to focus on the Warriors media day as well as anything that I missed today. Today, it's going to be a lot of Lakers, a lot of Nets. We'll also hit some Sixers. We'll hit some Suns. We'll hit some Pelicans. Tomorrow is going to be Warriors and anything else that I missed. We're also going to continue our power rankings this week. Number four will be tomorrow. And then 3-2-1 will go on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Then a week from today, we'll have eight games worth of preseason basketball to react to. So we'll be back into our game breakdowns at that point. But today's going to be NBA Media Day, largely focused on the Lakers and the Nets. You guys know the drill before we get started. Subscribe to the Volumes YouTube channel so you don't miss any more of our videos. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JasonLT so you guys don't miss any show announcements. And last but not least, if you miss one of these shows and you can't get back over to YouTube to finish them, you can always find them wherever you get your podcasts under Hoops Tonight. Quickly before we get started, as you gear up for fall, it's never been more important to have the right people on your team to make sure your small business is humming on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to help you find the right people faster and for free. My wife helps run a small business here in Tucson, so naturally I hear about it every single day when she gets home from work. That's the job. But uh, I can't tell you how much it makes a difference for her in her day-to-day operations when she's got the right person in the right job. That will go miles towards making your business run smoother. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash timf. That's linkedin.com slash timf to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And on that note, let's talk some basketball. We're going to start with the Lakers, and we're going to start with Russ, but it's going to be quick because, as you guys know, I have a rule. We'll get to that in a second. So there were two quotes in particular that stood out to me from not just this media day, but also from this weird article that came out uh, from ESPN. I think it was last night or the night before that was kind of like an interview from him going over this offseason. So first of all, the quote from media day. He said, whether they want me here or not doesn't really matter. My job is to be a professional and show up to work as I've always done. Emphasis there on as I've always done. End quote. In the Woj article, he had a very similar quote responding to a very similar question. He said, quote, I think the most important thing is that I show up for work and I do the job like I have always done it be professional and go out and play my ass off and compete, end quote. 
So before we go any further, this season I'm going to have a one-minute rule for Russ. And we don't actually have that little timer thing set up yet. But I, it's just – I can. he's a very frustrating basketball player for me. And I coach the game. And so I, my job is to pay extra close attention to the little details of the game of basketball. And those specific things are things that Russ – struggles with mightily. And so I find him to be a very frustrating basketball player to cover. So I could spend a lot of time complaining about him this season, but I really don't want to. It takes away from the show. I think it's actually a bad thing. I'm not interested in that. So we have a rule this year. When Russ stuff comes up, I'm going to go for a minute and then it's dead and we're not allowed to talk about him for the rest of the show, at least not in a focused way. So here's my quick like two cents on this Russell Westbrook Media Day and article from last night. What I've always done, which is the key word or key phrase from those two quotes that I gave you, what I've always done means that he still hasn't acknowledged the problem. All of the other quotes from Media Day, quotes about his role, whether or not he's going to start or come off the bench, conversations he's had with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, conversations he's had with Darvin Ham, friendship with Patrick Beverly, any of that doesn't mean anything unless Russell Westbrook acknowledges the, acknowledges the problem. And he has not done so. He is in denial in that aspect. He was in the season-ending press conference to end last year, and he was this year in the season-starting press, uh, season press conference as we expected him to be. What does that mean? I do not expect him to change. I expect this year to be more of the same. I think he thinks that if he makes more of his layups – or if he makes more of his pull-up jumpers and he has fewer turnovers, that means that he's fixed the problem. That is not the case. The problem went so much deeper than any of that. And I'm not going to get into it here because, like I said, the time limit. So the bottom line is he has not acknowledged the problem. Therefore, I don't think there will be change. If he does change, it will be because he's acknowledged that problem. And that's all I'm going to say about Russ for right now. Um, We're going to move on to Rob Palenka because – he was the one I was most interested in hearing from today, mainly just because he he's the he's the guy in the chair. He's the guy holding the steering wheel, guiding this thing down the road. And he had a job this summer, and that job was to get better role players around LeBron James and Anthony Davis, which he's done a little bit of, and to get Russell Westbrook off the roster. And he did not accomplish that goal. And so I was really curious to hear what he would say today. And we're going to get into that right now. So a couple of quotes quick, quickly about the Russell Westbrook thing from Rob Palinka. He said, quote, Russell Westbrook is a great part of our team. One of the greats to ever play the game. And I think Coach Ham is going to bring another level out of him, end quote. That is a continuation of that denial of reality on Rob's part. If you're banking on things like Russ figuring it out or Kyrie Irving coming next summer to fill up your cap space. That's a severe case of wishful thinking. Yes, they both might happen. And if they do, you'll be in great shape. Like if, if Russ does figure it out this year, like, yeah, that's going to solve a lot of the Lakers problems. If Kyrie Irving comes and signs next year for whatever cap space they have, that's going to solve a lot of their problems. But what is the more likely scenario? Is it more likely that those things happen? Or is it more likely that Russ is more of the same this year 
and that Kyrie ends up re-signing with the Nets or with somebody else who will be able to offer him more money next summer. That's far more likely. So you're banking, you're putting all your chips in the middle for two very unlikely variables. And to me, that's just bad management. It's a dangerous gamble. After that, he did. He went on this long kind of meandering rant talking about how LeBron James and him recommitting to the franchise via the extension for three years was the signaling of their partnership and how the two of them were in this together and that there was a mutual trust. And he, in that rant, elaborated about how he understands the pressure of having LeBron James, one of the greatest basketball players of all time, under roster control. And he talked about how that implied that he inevitably is willing to spend the draft picks. But he said he's going to hold back and wait to do so until the right deal comes around. And that's that's been the company line all summer. We won't give up the picks unless we become a contender. You know, we're waiting for the right deal. We, we, we don't like the Indiana deal. We don't like the Jazz deal. We think we're going to get something better if we wait. I've even heard intel from people who were involved in those trade negotiations that the, the Lakers seeming seem to believe they can get Kyrie Irving via trade during this season, which again is that's just that's a really pie in the sky type of mentality. But the reality is, is the pursuit of the perfect deal is costing the Lakers elsewhere. For starters, the pursuit of the perfect deal is unrealistic because Russell Westbrook is involved, and that actively hurts your negotiation position. The Lakers are desperate. And that actively hurts your negotiation position. The Lakers don't have the leverage to get a great deal, to get great value for those two draft picks. It's the reality. Because those two draft picks are attached to a negative asset in Russell Westbrook, a player that none of the other 29 teams want and would likely buy out or send home if they got him in a trade. That takes away from the value of the draft picks. You know, Everyone talks about like, oh, Boyan Bogdanovich, he ended up going to the Detroit Pistons and they didn't even send a draft pick. Yeah, that's right. Because Boyan Bogdanovich's Bogdanovich, market value is very different from what the Lakers price is. Because there's two different things that set the price. Market value helps set the price, how good the players are. That's, that sets the price. But your leverage also sets the price. Sometimes... Market value is different from leverage. I've been dealing with this. I don't work in real estate anymore, but that's what I did before this. And I worked in real estate during the crazy boom over the last couple of years. And the market value of a house might have been 250 But if there are 15 people negotiating and the leverage is in the hand of the seller because he's got 15 offers, then it's going to inevitably bid things up above what market value is. And the truth of the matter is the Lakers, because they were desperate, because they have LeBron James in year 20, and because they're offloading Russell Westbrook, those three things undercut their leverage and made it so the market price for these deals is different for them than it is for other teams. And that's why they can't get Boyan Bogdanovich for the same price that the Detroit Pistons can. And that's why they might have to include their draft picks in order to get a deal. But that's the only one side of this. 
We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It is an insider's look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoops takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's say that there is a better deal in the future. Let's say that around the deadline, there's a better deal. Or next summer, they think they can get more for some combination of picks or cap space or whatever it is. Whatever you view in the future as the better outcome. Opportunity cost still plays a role here. Losing training camp as an opportunity to build continuity with your players, that hurts you. That is a loss of value. There's not a lot of practice during the regular season. If you make a deal at the deadline, you might get four or five practices the rest of the season to sort things out. So not getting the deal done this summer cost you in value. You're losing a season of LeBron's prime, especially if you wait into the end of this, if you wait into this summer, or if you wait to the deadline and it hurts your seeding so much that you lose in a first round series against the Warriors because you're a seven seed or an eight seed and you didn't take this regular season seriously with an eye towards the future. That's value. You're 20 of LeBron, you're 21 of LeBron, and you're 22 of LeBron will experience significant declines in all likelihood. That's just father time. That's just how it works. That's part of the value and you waiting. How much does that counteract the value proposition of an alleged deal? If I factor in LeBron's age and continuity and all of those things, it hurts you. So maybe you can get something better than Boyan Bogdanovich, or let's just say Miles Turner, because he's gone now. Let's just say Miles Turner and Buddy Heald. Maybe you can get something that's 20% better, but you're going to lose 20% in value in LeBron aging and continuity and all of those things. That's what I don't understand about this approach. And the bottom line is, I think it's because they want a star. I think it's they think that a star is going to fix their problems. And for whatever reason, they've never been able to wrap their brains around the concept that LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and good role players 
equals a basketball team that has a chance to win an NBA championship. It's always been that simple. The one year it all worked out was the year they didn't chase after. Well, they tried, and they literally tried to. They tried to go after Kawhi, and it didn't work out. And as a result, they had LeBron James, Anthony Davis, a bunch of role players, and they won an NBA championship. Ever since then, they've been looking for the third guy. First, it was Schroeder. Then it was Russell Westbrook. Now it's Kyrie Irving. Their endless pursuit of that, in the face of evidence that is to the contrary, is why they're in this predicament. So the whole thing surrounding Rob Palenka's and his strategy with these trades does not make any sense to me. And I think it's actively hurting their prospects moving forward. One last note uh, on the Rob Palenka front. There was a little uh, little moment where him and Darvin Ham were talking about shooting, which is, you know, look, in the LeBron James-Anthony Davis era, the Lakers have never had good shooting. You know, this past season they had some good shooters, but they still didn't actually perform to that extent because of the fact that they often had to divert to defensive players, right? This, this year is going to be worse than all of them. This is going to be the worst shooting roster in the NBA this year. This is going to be the worst shooting roster that the LeBron James-Anthony Davis era has ever had. This is probably the worst shooting roster that LeBron James has ever played with, a player that has consistently played well alongside good three-point shooters. And this was Rob Palenka's answer when he was asked that. He said that he expects players on the roster to grow and improve. Well, okay then. I hope they do. Because if they don't, it's going to be a problem. Darvin Ham, when he was asked the same question, said, quote, we're not trying to find specialists. We want basketball players, end quote. And you know what's funny? I 100% believe in that. That basketball ideology is one that I believe in very strongly. You know, especially as the game has gone towards five out and drive and kick has been the best way to get good shots, it's been more important ever to have guys that are well-rounded. You know, a great example of this is like a Andre Iguodala versus a Kyle Korver. And I'm, not even, and I'm not even talking about the defensive end. On the offensive end of the floor, it helps to have a guy that can put the basketball on the floor and finish at the rim or drive and kick to players and consistently make the right reads. I agree. It's basketball. You need basketball players. You need guys that are well-rounded. Here's the problem. Not only does this team not have great shooting, they don't have great basketball players outside of LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Patrick Beverly, and Dennis Schroeder. Uh, the role players, the guys playing on the wing, like I like Austin Reeves. I think he's going to be a good fifth starter in this league for a long time when he figures out his shot. That He's good there. But Troy Brown Jr., Juan Toscano Anderson, if you're relying on those guys to be good basketball players, meaning consistently making the right decisions as driving kick players on offense, I, don't, I, I think you're setting yourself up to be disappointed. I, look, Austin Reeves is a great example of this concept. Austin Reeves did not shoot exceptionally well last year. But he was great attacking closeouts, and he always made the right read. That's being a basketball player. That's value. But you need – if you're not looking for shooters, fine, but find more of those guys. That's why I wanted them to make the deal, whether it was the Utah deal or the Pacers deal. Bring in some more basketball players that can come in and help you on the offensive end of the floor. The bottom line is, is this team is not good enough. You had an opportunity to make them better. Rob Polinka did. And they didn't. Even if your reasoning was sound, which I don't believe it is, this team is still not good enough. So that means you're punting. You are punting LeBron's age 38 season 
with Anthony Davis flanking him. Any perceived improvement by a more measured approach, by waiting for the future and something that might be better, is undercut by the opportunity cost of losing training camp, of potentially losing a season of LeBron James's career. Even if you get something a little better, it's undercut by the loss of time. So, and this team has been set up to fail. And, and so I, you know, it was a frustrating media day. I had a feeling Rob Palenka would come out and say the things he did, and he did. And you know what? Like, maybe it'll all work out. Maybe, maybe Russell Westbrook will evolve and become a winning basketball player. Maybe Kyrie Irving comes at the deadline or comes next summer, and then everything works out. I just find it extremely unlikely. There was a more likely outcome. Give me LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Patrick Beverly, Dennis Schroeder, Austin Reeves, Kendrick Nunn, Miles Turner, you know, Damian Jones, Buddy Heald. I can win a championship with that group. But the hypothetical of Kyrie, I can't take that to the bank. And that's why I didn't understand the approach. One last note on, uh, on media day, LeBron James and Anthony Davis. LeBron was asked about his uh, most important thing coming into the season, and he said, quote-unquote, availability is the most important thing in this league, end quote. LeBron James and Anthony Davis' availability is going to be the thing that determines the outcome of this season, regardless of anything else. Even if they did make a deal and bring in better players, if LeBron and AD combine to play 90 games, they're going to be a play-in team or miss the playoffs. But if they both play 70-plus games, that covers a whole lot of stuff. It keeps Russ in an ancillary role, which gives him at least a better chance of becoming a better role player. It also demonstrates to the front office that this group is something that they can believe in and invest in more by making the trades. And the big guy I want to watch in this department is Anthony Davis. He said in the press conference that he plans to have a chip on his shoulder this season. I had him 18th in my player rankings. ESPN came out and had him 20th in their player rankings. I think that's fair. He doesn't deserve to be above the players that are in front of him. Not with the way he's played, even when he's healthy the last couple of years. And when you factor in health, you could argue he should be lower. This is the season that will define Anthony Davis's career. It's either We're either going to look back at this as Anthony Davis, the guy who quickly became one of the best power forwards of all time, who had a dominant NBA championship winning run in 2020, who then had a couple of bad years with injury and then went right back to kicking everybody's ass. Or the story is going to be he won the title in 2020 and he never was the same player. This is the season where we find out. Because once you've done that three times in a row, that's just who you are. If you don't take care of your body and you come into camp out of shape and you play overweight and you end up suffering a bunch of injuries and you do it in 2021, in 2022, and in 2023, then that's who you are. But if he comes back this season and he kicks everybody's ass, he will categorically explain the previous two years as an outlier. And so the pressure's on AD to get it done. Moving on to the Nets. So Kyrie said, quote, I didn't appreciate how me being unvaccinated came to be a stigma within my career that I don't want to play. End quote. Said later on, I gave up four years and a hundred something million dollars to be unvaccinated. End quote. And, and this is just kind of more similar to the Russ thing. Just another example of a lack of self-awareness. We were all here watching you guys, watching the team in 2021. 
when you took two leaves of absence for personal reasons, when you were healthy during the season without telling Steve Nash, just off the face of the earth, forcing your coach to answer tough questions, forcing your teammates to answer tough questions, disrupting the continuity of the team, hurting them in seeding. All of those things are true. That happened in 2020. You were healthy when the bubble was organized in 2020. You could have gone to play. You chose not to. Any one of those things in a vacuum, you can get away with. For instance, if he didn't play in the 2020 bubble, but he played through his contract the next two years, no one's going to give a damn about 2020. They'll explain it away. Hey, the bubble was weird. The Nets weren't very good. KD didn't want to play because he wasn't done rehabbing yet. You know what? It wasn't worth it. Cool. Bam. You'll get the benefit of the doubt there. If you just did what happened in 2021, but you played in the bubble and you played the entire season vaccinated in 2022, then everyone's going to go like, hey man, he just had a rough year. Mental health stuff. Needed to spend some time with family. They'll get it. But no. It's all of them. It's the bubble. It's the... It's the first leave of absence in 2021. It's the second leave of absence in 2021. It's the vaccination thing. All of those combined to make your reputation. I have no doubt that he would have got his contract that he wanted had he just done the end, had he just gone unvaccinated last year. There are a lot of players around the league that did that. Jonathan Isaac did that. It's not like the Magic are trying to dump Jonathan Isaac. At least not, not yet. And if, if they do, it's going to be because of his knee injury. The, the reality is, is his re- reputation is well-earned, and he doesn't see that. And that's, that's the biggest thing that stands in the way of Russell Westbrook and Kyrie Irving in their own self-improvement in this league is acknowledging their own shortcomings. They're just, they, they go down with the ship. They're in denial. You know, in general, with Nets, training, or Nets media day, I was looking at the drama, the drama between KD and Kyrie, right? And everyone said the right things. You know, they asked Steve Nash about it. He said the right things. You know, Katie and I are family. This kind of stuff happens with family. We sort it out. You know, Sean Marks, this is a partnership. If KD wanted to be gone, he'd be gone. KD, I understand the dynamics. I have a ton of trade value. It was going to be tough to move me. Everyone said the right things. But the reality is, is that damage was done. The Kyrie stuff caused damage. The Kevin Durant stuff caused damage. The, the, the ultimatum surrounding Sean Marks and Steve Nash, that caused damage. All of it's still there. How much damage? I don't know. They only know. But there's some amount of damage that was done there emotionally and, 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 and for the people involved. If they win right away and often, these issues will sink under the surface. But if the losses start to pile up, everyone will immediately revert back to that damage and remember that damage. So the risk is not gone. The ri- Even though they say all the right things, even though everyone is allegedly bought back into this thing, the damage is not gone. If the losses pile up, everyone will circle back to this summer. So it's on the basketball players to erase this thing. If Ben Simmons, Kyrie, and KD come out and they beat everybody's ass, no one's going to care about this summer. But make no mistake, the damage is still done and it is not gone. It just can be hidden as long as they're successful. So uh, there were a couple of quick hitters I wanted to hit before we get out of here. Philly. James Harden said he's been dieting and that he's lost 100 pounds. He said, tweet that. Obviously, he's joking. But I have been the first guy on the James Harden revenge tour take. 
And I like what I'm seeing so far. Obviously, we need to see real basketball. But I like what we're seeing so far. He did specifically mention dieting. He did specifically mention him being healthy and being able to work out this summer. I did think that was a little uh, strange, though, because the reality is, is a lot of his health issues were associated with his weight, in my opinion. But I like what I'm seeing from James Harden. I think he's poised for a big season. And if it's true that he's lost weight, that's the first step. Speaking of losing weight, Zion Williamson looks good. He's got some muscle definition, less doughy. And for him in particular, it's important on a couple of different levels. Specifically, health, his body will continue to break down if he plays heavy. You know, foot injuries like he had, that's associated with weight. That's That's impact. That's you landing. Him being slim will help in that department. And the big one is defensively. I never looked at Zion's weight as an issue on the offensive end of the floor. If anything, when you put on weight, you just become more difficult to keep away from the rim. But on the defensive end of the floor, if he's going to cover ground in rotation, containing on the perimeter, if he ever is going to be a good backline defender, and if he's going to be able to hold up over the course of an 82-game season in a playoff run, he needed to keep his weight down in order for him to be able to do that. He looks good. Again, same with James Harden. When it comes to Zion and when it comes to James, it's not about the stories. It's not about what you see uh, in media day. It's about what happens on the court. But I like what I'm seeing so far. Last but not least, Phoenix. Uh, There was this awkward moment where one of the reporters asked DeAndre Ayton uh, what he thought when the Suns matched the Pacers' offer to him this summer. And he said the right thing. But he said it in kind of an awkward way. He's like, oh, I'm glad. I'm glad it was over. Glad to be here. And then the reporter's like, is that all? And he's like, yeah. Just kind of like deadpan. And there's kind of a weird energy hanging over the Phoenix Suns this season. And we talked about them in the, in the, in the season previews. I had them at seventh in my power rankings. All the talent is still there. You know, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Mikhail Bridges, and Jay, well, Jay Crowder, I guess, is going to be traded. Cam Johnson, whoever it is that slides into that spot and DeAndre Ayton, they're going to kick a lot of people's asses. They're going to win a lot of regular season basketball games, I believe. But there is a lot brewing under the surface. There's the lack of faith in Chris Paul and his weight, or his health, excuse me, and whether or not he can hold up over the course of the playoff run. There's Devin Booker, who had another injury in the playoff run last year, and he's been dealt with dealing with injuries over the course of his career. The DeAndre Ayton situation, Jay Crowder demanding a trade. There's a lot of just stuff underneath the surface, and it's very similar to Brooklyn, if they come out and they win, it'll be fine. But that's another team to watch where if they start 3-5, and five, if they start 5-10, and ten, if things get ugly for whatever reason, which I don't think is likely, but if they get off to a rough start, everyone's going to circle back to the summer. Everyone's going to circle back to the issues. That's just what happens. When things go bad, you look for reasons. You look for scapegoats. And you know what? If it's bad, everyone's going to look at DeAndre Ayton and be like, he's not playing defense. He got paid. Now he's not working hard. He didn't even want to be here. That's going to be the kind of stuff that comes out when this kind of stuff starts to go south. So that's uh, a team to keep your eye on. All right. So like I said uh, before, any other media day stuff that I see today, we're going to touch on tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be covering Warriors media day and whatever else I see. And then we'll also in the evening have number four of our power rankings coming out. So keep an eye there. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week will be number three, two, one. And then next Monday, we'll be starting our game breakdowns. As always, I sincerely appreciate your guys' support. I'm super stoked 
for a full NBA season. We got nine months of basketball on the horizon. I'm looking forward to it. I will see you guys tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts